This year, I am focused on saving and investing, but I still want to do things like travel. NerdWallet lets you compare top travel credit cards side-by-side to maximize your spending, some even offering 10 times points on your spending, which means you could end up with a free flight or maybe a better hotel room. So what could future you do with smarter financial decisions? Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. I don't know about you, but I'm always looking for ways for my son to get involved and give back in our local community. That's why I'm excited to tell you about Student Visionaries of the Year, a campaign by Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, the largest nonprofit organization dedicated to creating a world without blood cancers. Student Visionaries of the Year is a seven-week philanthropic leadership development program for high school students. Participants form strong teams and fundraise in honor of a pediatric blood cancer survivor in their local community. This program is transformative. It not only helps students develop valuable life skills like project management, communication, financial literacy, and entrepreneurship, not to mention it looks great on college applications, but most importantly, is also a chance for them to engage in meaningful work within their their community and make a real impact on blood cancer patients and their families. You can learn more about Student Visionaries of the Year or even nominate a student at lls.org students. That's lls.org students. Hello and welcome to Happier, a podcast that gives you ideas about how to be happier at work, at home, in life, and in general. This week, we'll talk about hashtag Happier Labor Day and how you might use Labor Day, the holiday in the United States coming up, as a catalyst for thinking about how to be happier in your work life. And as part of Happier Labor Day, we will talk about the know yourself better question of, are you drifting? I'm Gretchen Rubin, a writer who studies happiness, good habits, the five senses, and human nature. I'm in New York City, and joining me today from L.A. is my sister, Elizabeth Kraft. And Elizabeth, you are one of my favorite parts of my work life. Aw, that's me, Elizabeth Kraft, a TV writer and producer living in L.A., and Gretchen, if I ever suffer from drift, I turn to you for (laughs) advice. Oh, yeah. We've had many conversations about drift. Yes. Now, before we launch in, we are going to be talking about the four tendencies coming up. Yes, I'm holding up the book if you're watching on YouTube. The fifth anniversary of my book, The Four Tendencies, is coming up in September, and we will be talking Mm -hmm. about it a lot in an upcoming episode. So you may want to read it in advance if you want to get all up on the four tendencies. If you haven't taken the quiz, go to quiz.gretchenrubin.com and take that quiz. It's free. It's quick. I think 3.2 or 3.5 million people have taken the quiz. But we're going to be getting into it. And so it'll be more interesting if you're up to speed on the four tendencies. And then we also, uh, because we love talking about a catalyst, Labor Day is a catalyst for reflection, and we love adding ideas to the calendar of catalysts. Um, We got a great suggestion and a very Kansas City-based suggestion from a listener. Connie says, I am originally from Wichita, but I've been to Kansas City several times to see family. I thought you might get a kick out of this using an area code to celebrate the day. This was posted on August 16th by the Kansas City Royals. 
And she included a post from the Kansas City Royals, a picture of it. And the post says, Kansas City is home. Happy 816 Day. And of course, 816 is the Kansas City area code. Well, and it's the Kansas City, Missouri area code. It was, yes. you know, it's our, it's our area code, our hometown our area, area code, code 816. Yes. So it's August 16th, 816. So the Royals were kind of shouting out to Kansas City. But Elizabeth, I realized like, ooh, she sent this after 816. But part of being in Kansas City is you're also in Kansas half the time because it's a metropolitan area that goes over two states. So we can still celebrate Kansas City by tapping into our Kansas City, Kansas love. Yes. Which is coming up 913. There you go. And this kind of reminded me of, Elizabeth, other things we've talked about to celebrate your hometown and to think about your hometown, be a tourist in your hometown, do an album of now in your neighborhood. And so now this is like celebrate your hometown day if it's February 12th or August 16th or whatever it is. Yeah. So it's super fun. So thank you, Connie, for that suggestion. Love the calendar of Catalyst. Now this week, speaking of Catalyst, our Try This at Home suggestion is to celebrate hashtag happier Labor Day. Yes. And we've done this the last few years. We're reminding people to use Labor Day, which is September 5th this year, and it's in the United States, as a catalyst to think about their work life. And that's however you define work. So if that's work outside the home, work inside the home, a combination of the two, whatever you define work as. Yeah, whether you're getting paid, whether it's volunteer, whatever work means for you. Because just as Valentine's Day is a catalyst to reflect on our romantic relationships and Mother's and Father's Day are days to think about, you know, everything we owe to our parents, we can use Labor Day, which in the United States is like, you know, a a big holiday. It's a day that you get off from work and and it marks the end of the summer. So it's kind of a transition and it's to celebrate workers and, and the role of work. So it makes for a great catalyst. Yeah. And of course, Gretchen, this is one of those things that we could reflect on at any time. We could think about our work (laughs) life. But as you're always pointing out, something that can be done at any time is often done at no time. So usually we're only thinking about work if we have a problem. We don't just step back and reflect. So this is a time to do that. And by the way, sometimes even if we have a problem, we don't stop and reflect. We just kind of power through. Yeah. So anyway, this is a time to think about it. Something that people talk about that comes up a lot at work, which is the tension between the important and the urgent. And a lot of times the urgent drives out the importance. So you're mm. answering your emails, even though it's more important to think about whether you want to switch careers, but because your email is urgent, you never get around to that bigger question. And so having a date where you really discipline yourself to reflect can help you to give your time and your energy to a bigger, more important question. And also one of the things that it's great about Labor Day is like, I write about this a lot in my book, Happier at Home, is that September is the other January. And we associate it in the United States, at least with the fresh start and September and the new school year and kind of empty notebooks and sharp pencils. And so it marks a good time to think about how you want your life to be going forward. So it's very much like January 1st in that way. You know, what can I do to make my work life happier, healthier, more productive, more creative? You know, what do I want to accomplish uh, by the end of this year or next year in my work? Yes. 
Gretchen, a few episodes ago in our very special episode 390, in anticipation of hashtag Happier Labor Day, we talked about a lot of tips and hacks and resources related to work, many suggestions from our listeners, some we had. So if people haven't listened to that, they might find that useful. I found it useful. I have my dongle. Yeah. (laughs) You know, if you don't know what that is, go look it up. Yeah, it's a great word. Which came out of that episode. Yeah. And then because sometimes it's hard to sort of reflect in a general way, here's some questions that we were pondering amongst the two of us to help think through what do we want from our work life and like what changes might make our work life happier, healthier, more productive, more creative. And one thing, uh, one question is like, would I work happier if I learned something new? And a great example of this was my daughter, Eliza, and she is teaching herself the Adobe Creative Suite. She just took Mm. it upon herself. And I said, why did you just take it upon yourself to do this? Because, you know, it's a lot of work and there's no obvious point to it right now. And she said, well, she said, sometimes you feel like, oh, well, some people have the skill and I just don't as if that can't be changed. And she she was like, well, some people have the skill. I wish I had that skill. Maybe I could learn that skill. And she was also noticing that when she was thinking about jobs that were appealing to her, that was often mentioned as something that people who had those jobs knew how to do. And she thought, Mm. well, if I want to be the kind of person who would have those kinds of jobs, this would be a good thing for me to, to learn. And so she's been doing various things to get herself familiar with it. And I just thought that was like a very resourceful thing to do. Very smart. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Another question is, would I work happier if I bought something? Yes. So I think there's a lot of times when the the problem is you don't have the right work tool. Well, how about you, Elizabeth? We were just talking about a work tool you need. (laughs) Yes, I need a new ring light. I was just looking on the internet for a new ring light when, uh, before I talked to you. Yeah, yeah. And for sure you, you know, that's something that if I'm looking better on YouTube or in work meetings, that makes me work happier. Right. And it makes me more professional. Yeah. And along the same lines, I would say, do I need to upgrade something? Like, is there a tool where there's a better version out of there that will help me work more efficiently, more productively, more seamlessly? Is there an upgrade? It could also just be something whimsical, like if you have an office and you want fun pillows. You know, I right. I work with someone who has these great TV-shaped pillows that he always has in his oh, office yeah. when we had offices. And it just made being in his office fun. Yeah. So it could also just be something whimsical. Well, and then I remember with you, you needed to upgrade that writing software final draft, and it was just sort of going to be a hassle to deal with it, but you knew it would be such a huge benefit. And Jamie had a phone, like his phone was really like slowly, it was not doing things. And I was just like, Mm. you got to replace that phone because you know, it will, if you don't upgrade it now, it will, it will go dead at exactly the worst moment. It was time for him to replace it. Yeah. To upgrade. And even simpler than just downloading the, yeah, any new software, like on the phones, you know, they're always upgrading the system. Um, Yes. Upgrading is part of our lives, whether we like it or not. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And then sometimes it's just like, and this is along the same lines, like some small change. Like, is there some small thing to deal with that is just going to make your life easier? Yeah. For me, Gretchen, that was getting my treadmill desk service. Oh, yeah. So you gave me, we've talked about it many, many times. This is my wonderful treadmill desk. It's a lifespan, if anyone's wondering. Um, And I'd had it for years and it had never been serviced. And Sarah got her service. And I said, well, gee, I should get mine because... 
it would have issues yeah. um, turning on sometimes, you know, various things. And it got serviced and it works so much better now. So that yeah. just made me happy because it took away right. the sort of periodic headache yes. that I would have trying to get my desk to work perfectly. Right. Well, I think another thing to ask ourselves is, would I work happier if I made a drastic change? So that's like okay. considering switching careers. And one thing our father has said to us, which I think is true, is he's like, people are so basically so resistant to change that if it's occurred to you that maybe you want to switch jobs or switch careers, probably you should have started that like six months before by the yeah. time you're consciously aware of it. So you might want a drastic change, like switching a job or switching careers, or maybe you want something like, um, I want to start or expand a side hustle. So your main yeah. job, your main work is going to stay the same, but you want to work on on that side hustle. And for that, we have to mention Chris Gillibo's excellent podcast, Side yes. Hustle School, because if you're thinking about that, it's full of like ideas and information for starting a side hustle. Yes. And then you could ask yourself, would I work happier if I put work away at a certain hour? Yes. This is something everyone talks about so often now, especially with so many people working at home. Yes. It's like kind of a 24-7 thing. But would your whole work life be happier if you could get a handle on that and just not work after a certain hour? I and mean, also give yourself healthy breaks and set just general boundaries. And, and then I think some ones that are pretty self-evident are like, would I work happier if I moved closer to work or if I move further away from work? You know, now you, you might be able to do either, depending on what you want. Would I work happier if I took steps to boost my energy by getting better consistent sleep, exercising more consistently, working on my eating habits, clearing my clutter? You know, in Outer Order, Inner Calm, I write about how clearing clutter can help people feel more productive and calmer at work. Or if I worked on my expanding my network, I mean, especially now because of all the changes, networking is a little bit different, but it's definitely true that we get lots of opportunities, a lot of insights and help from other people. And, and it may be that that's something that you want to work on systematically. Or would I work happier if I asked for something, yeah. a raise or more flexibility yeah. or to move a deadline that's not realistic? Yeah. Yeah. Or if I track my progress, I mean, I'm a huge fan of to-do lists and to-da lists, right? Because we manage what we monitor and, and by tracking things, am I reaching out with networking calls? Am I leaving work at the same time every night? All these things. And if you are trying to track things, I have to mention the Happier app, my award-winning app. Just go to thehappierapp.com because there's a lot of tools there that can help you like don't break the chain or the one sentence journal or even the photo journal for some kinds of work aims, that would be helpful. And it has a lot of know yourself better questions too. Um, so that is also about getting that self-knowledge. And Gretchen, don't you also have a work happier SMS challenge? Yes, this has turned out to be one of the most popular of the SMS challenges, I, which I, I was interested to see. So it's over seven days. You'll get a series of prompts to help you gain self-knowledge. Uh, it's free to join. If you text work happier, one word, to one 934-1913 to opt in. Or of course, I'll put a link to that in the show notes. So yeah, so we would love to hear what you're doing for hashtag happier Labor Day. Uh, use the hashtag on social media to share what you're doing. We can all learn from each other. We get so many ideas from listeners <laughs> um, about uh, how to be happier, healthier, more productive and more creative in your work life. Put it on the hashtag or let us know on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, 
Drop us an email at podcast at GretchenRubin.com. And as always, you can go to the show notes. This is episode 393. So go to happiercast.com slash 393 for everything related to this episode. Coming up, we have a surprise work-related happiness <laughs> hack. But first, this break. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and free. And, you know, Elizabeth, I now work with a team and hiring the right people is so important. It's maybe the most important thing. And LinkedIn makes the process of identifying and hiring people easy and intuitive. I know that when I've been hiring for my team, it's hard to find quality candidates to interview. And LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Gretchen. That's linkedin.com slash Gretchen to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe without spending a fortune, and luckily I found Quince. Elizabeth, I got the Flow Knit Wide Leg Pant. It's very light. It's perfect for the summer. It packs very easily. I recently went on a trip with my family, and I took it with me, and they were just the thing to wear on a really hot day where I wanted to be covered up, but I wanted something that looked great and also was very comfortable. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Gretchen for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Gretchen to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash Gretchen. So listen, this week's hashtag happier Labor Day happiness hack um, is related to delegation, which I personally find very difficult to do both at work and at home. And it's great to get a hack for how to delegate. Yes. Your word of the year one year. Was it was. And I, I did not do fact. it very effectively. <laughs> yes. Well, this comes from Tracy. She says, I thought you would be interested in the story I found on MSN. Jill Biden's post-it note hack for family dinners is brilliant. So Jill Biden said of her sticky note hack, the Bidens are a big family and we have a lot of gatherings and they would all say, what can I do to help? And by the time you've explained, you get the salad bowl out, it's in this cupboard, here are the utensils, etc." I thought there's got to be an easier way. <laughs> I know my meal and what I'm going to serve. So I do post-it notes like fill the glasses with ice, light the candles, and I put them on the cabinet above my kitchen counter. Then I put out the salad bowl with the tomatoes or the lemons or whatever needs to be cut and everything is set up. So when somebody comes in, they do what they want to do. 
They can pick whatever one they want, and they really like that because they're helping, but they're doing what they chose to do. And nobody's asking, what shape do you want the lemons? Everybody knows their role. If we get together, it's at least 13 or 14 people and can go up to 30. So I do that for almost every big family dinner now. I do the main. Everything else is up for grabs. Well, and then I went and looked up the article, and she went on to explain that that the people physically take the notes. So she can just look and see, well, what remains to be done? And also there's, there's sort of that idea of like, I've taken responsibility for the job, like by taking the sticky note, like it's mine. And so it's this great visual representation of the jobs to be done and lets people pick and choose and is great for tracking. I thought this was an excellent way to delegate all those kinds of chores. Absolutely. And you could do it with any big job, Gretch, moving or getting ready for a big family trip. And it's nice because you and I are always wanting to cut down nagging. (laughs) And this is a way that you don't have to nag. You can just put it on the note. There's no talking. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll post a link to the to the article if you want to read more about this interview. But um, it's a it's a super helpful hack. Yes. And now for a know yourself better question. We've talked about this before, but I have to say this is something where I hear from people all the time about drift. So we thought it would be good to revisit it because it is so relevant to hashtag happier Labor Day. Grudge, first explain the concept of drift. So drift is the decision we take by not deciding. We make a decision that unleashes consequences for which we don't take responsibility. Often we drift because certain decisions, other people approve of them, or they just seem like the easier, obvious option, or we don't know what else to do. So you get married because all your friends are getting married, or you go to medical school because both your parents are doctors, or you drift into a job because somebody offers you that job. You want the respect of the people around you. You want to avoid a fight. You, you're feeling you stay in- at a job. Yeah, you stay at a job. Uh, you're feeling insecure. And so you take that path of least resistance. And that is drift. And Gretchen, drift, it sounds like, you know, it could be the easy route. Does that mean you're taking the easy route? Okay, that is a hugely important point because the the word drift kind of gives you this idea of someone lazily going down a river in a canoe. Drift is, can be hard. You can be working at your, like, just at your outermost, but you're still drifting because even though you're working very hard, you haven't mindfully chosen your destination. And I drifted. I drifted into law school because I told myself, it's a great education. I can always change my mind later. I'm good at research and writing, so I'd probably be good in law school. And so, and it worked out great. That's one of the things that can be confusing about drift is because sometimes people really are glad that they went someplace. But by the way, I didn't stay in law because I never really intended to be a lawyer. I drifted into it, but it was so much work from the LSAT, the bar exam, the exams, the papers, clerking. It was not the easy way, but it was still drift. Yes. And how about you, Elizabeth? Have you drifted? You know, Gretchen, again, it's not easy, but sometimes in television writing, we can drift because we go sort of from, you can tend to go from to a show that just offers you a job without taking the time to be like, is this the best move for us? So it's a a huge amount of work, a huge amount of responsibility, but not necessarily the right move. And I think Sarah and I now are what much more intentional, you know, much more like we run everything through a series of questions. Do we want to do this? We don't make snap decisions. 
we really try to be intentional, and that has improved our work life immensely. Well, I've heard you, just the way you talk about things, because you'll just be chatting with me and you'll be like, oh, we had this opportunity. And I'm like, oh, that sounds amazing. And you're like, no, we're not going to do that because this, this, this. So part of yeah. that is experience, understanding how to weigh things. And then part of it, like sometimes you're drifting because you're, you're deliberately delaying a decision because you're waiting for more information or it isn't ripe yet. And so you're sort of letting things just play out. If you're doing that mindfully, that's not drift. Drift is when you're just sort of letting events wash over you. And that's when it can become a problem. Well, Gretchen, I think a lot of people who are drifting don't want to think they're drifting or none of us want to think we're drifting. And it can be hard to see because, again, as you said, it can often involve a lot of work. So it doesn't feel lazy, as you said, in any way. What is your like drift checklist? Okay. Well, it's too long for me to say all of it here. So uh, if you want the complete checklist, go to GretchenRubin.com slash resources. And it's at the top of podcast resources, you know, and that's free. But here's just some kind of the highlight ones. Like if you have the peculiar feeling that you're leading someone else's life. Mm -hmm. And in my case, as a lawyer, I kind of felt like I was off track. Like I literally felt like I was sort of off center. I can't really explain it other than I felt like I like where I am, but I'm not really where I'm supposed to be. So that's kind of this feeling that you're not living your life or in the right place for you. Or you you often think things like, well, this situation can't go on, but then it does go on. Mm-hmm. Or if you spend a lot of time daydreaming about having a completely different life or like something's going to happen that's going to sort of explode the situation out of your control and that'll sort of give you an escape automatically. Mm. Here's one. If you find yourself getting very, very emotional, if someone challenges a value related to what you're doing now, like you're working bonkers hours as a fifth-year associate and someone says to you, well, money and security aren't important. It's like, maybe they're not important to this person. It's not, it's like, they're not saying it's not right for you. But if you feel like you're like, start crying if somebody says that, maybe it's a sign that your, va- your, your values and your, what you're doing in your work aren't lined up. And so that's creating a lot of this confusion and emotion for you. If you spend a lot of time complaining about a situation, mm. but you're not spending any time figuring out ways to make it better, for in, mm. like this is one of the reasons hashtag happier Labor Day. It's like trying to get you to do that. Because again, like people who fantasize that a catastrophe or an event will just sort of blow up a situation, like you'll you'll get transferred to another city. And so that's going to kind of ma- magically change things for you. That can be a sign of drift. And Gretchen, I know you have more things on the checklist. Yes. Yeah. So again, that's GretchenRubin.com slash resources. And then we, we have a listener question. This is like, there's an easy answer to this, or, you know, we've, we've, we've talked about this before, so we can't wait to share. I mean, it is also useful in the context of hashtag happier Labor Day, of course. Yes, this comes from Christine. She says, I'm an upholder who is really struggling to get a long list of onerous household chores done. Let me give you an example. There are at least six light bulbs out in various parts of the house that need to be replaced. They have needed to be replaced for several months, and I just can't seem to tackle this task. They are all different kinds of bulbs, so that makes it even more annoying. I have about a dozen more similar household maintenance chores I need to accomplish. 
I usually have no problem getting things done. I'm religious about exercising every day, reading, completing work assignments ahead of schedule, etc. But for some reason, I can't get these tasks off my to-do list. They definitely fall into the something that can be done at any time never gets done, as we discussed earlier. I have two questions for you. One, why can't I get these done? Two, is it better to just set aside a whole day or two days to tackle all these annoying projects or spend a little time each day? Well, we have the solution. And as an upholder, I face this exact question, which is why I came up with the solution, which I write about in Outer Order, Inner Calm. And we talked about in uh, episode six, way back at the beginning. And that is to do a power hour. Power hour is specifically designed for this problem. Yes. And that is just setting aside an hour to do all these annoying tasks. I mean, when you say set aside a day or two, it probably all will happen much more quickly than you think. You'll be done with those bulbs in like 20 minutes. (laughs) And other things probably also take less time. Yes. So set aside that power hour and do all those tasks at once, and then you will feel great. And the reason why this is particularly good for upholders is because it puts it on the calendar. If you have power hour once on Saturday, once on Sunday, or once a week, or once a day, however you want to do it, it's on the calendar. You've got to set aside. It starts, it ends. And, you know, as you're saying, we often get more done in a short amount of time than we think. Like you run to the hardware store, you buy the bulbs, you come back, you change them. It feels like a bigger task than it is often. So try Power Hour and we will. I'll put the yes. links to that in the show notes. And let us know if that works. Yes, yes, let us know. Coming up, I have a gold star for some people who've had a rough summer, but first this break. Eating processed food for every meal isn't healthy for people or for dogs. We all know that, and kibble is subject to multiple rounds of high heat processing, making an ultra-processed food. The farmer's dog is real, fresh, healthy food with whole meat and veggies gently cooked in human-grade kitchens to preserve their nutritional value. My dog, Barnaby, loves the farmer's dogs. When he sees me pulling one of those packets out, he comes running. It's personalized, vet-developed, and it has recipes for as little as $2 a day. Meals arrive in pre-portion, ready-to-serve packs, and they're conveniently delivered on whatever schedule works for me. Get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash happier. That's 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash happier. Gretch, I love eating sandwiches like a grilled cheese or a peanut butter (laughs) sandwich is my ideal lunch, but I'm very aware of my carb intake, so oftentimes I avoid sandwiches Luckily, Hero Bread has remade carby, empty-calorie bread products into fluffy, delicious versions that include no-net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and fewer calories. Plus, it has protein and fiber. I have been using it to make grilled cheeses, and I use their tortillas to make a cheese quesadilla, and I am in heaven. Hero Bread tastes great, has a terrific texture, and helps you meet your nutrition goals. Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use happier at checkout. That's happier at h-e-r-o dot c-o. 
Okay, Gretch, we're back with demerits and gold stars. It's your turn for a happiness demerit. Okay, this is a demerit related to my AirPods. And this is such a small demerit that it's like, does it even doesn't even rise to the level of a demerit, but it illustrates a very useful point. So I thought I would bring it up because it was definitely something that I got wrong in terms of my my happiness. Okay. So the principle at play, which I forgot, is if you can't find something, but there's a place where you think it should have been, spend a lot of time looking right there. Don't like quickly look around and then decide, you know, be like, oh, I guess I put it in the wrong place and then look around the rest of your apartment for an hour, which is what I did, but really say, hey, Gretchen, you always keep your AirPods in the outer pocket of your backpack. Why don't you look in there? Why don't you look in there again? Why don't you trake everything that's in that little pocket out and make sure that the AirPods are not in there? Because what I did is I looked in there quickly, panicked, decided that my AirPods were somewhere loose in our apartment. I was looking in all the most random places because I couldn't find them. And then finally I was like, you know what? Maybe I should go back to where I usually keep them. And you know how sometimes things can just like get tucked in a weird corner? Yeah. And and, and you sort of have to poke around. Or like one time Eleanor uh, couldn't find her laptop and somehow she had like put it exactly under a book that was exactly the same size. So you had to pick oh up the my book gosh. to see it, but it was exactly where she's, she's like, I yes. know it's in my room. And I'm like, it was oh sitting right gosh. on like yeah. a chair. Yeah. So yeah. I learned yeah. my lesson. Look where something's supposed to be before you look everywhere else. Look hard. I use that all the time and it usually works. It often works. Okay, Elizabeth, what is your gold star? All right, well, Gretchen, I am giving a gold star to all of the beleaguered airline workers. Yes! So this has been a very hard summer of travel for passengers because so many canceled flights, delayed flights. Weather. Weather, um, flights that didn't have a pilot, you know, all these things. And it's so it's bad for passengers, but, you know, it's even worse, I think, for the people who work at the airlines because they are dealing with all of the unhappy passengers. And that can, I'm sure, just be really frustrating, exhausting. They feel powerless because obviously there's nothing the vast majority of the time that people can do with it who are dealing with the public. And so, and it made me think of this sign, Gretchen, that I have been seeing everywhere, which I think is a great sign and a great reminder. And it's, the world is short-staffed. Be kind to the people who showed up. (laughs) I mean, I see this at coffee shops. I've seen it, you know, like at the airport. I have seen it in stores, restaurants. Yes. And there's all different versions of it. And I think it's really true. It's like, for whatever reason, the world is short-staffed. So let's all just try to have a little more, um, you know, generosity and appreciate the work that the people around us are doing. Yes. And use our courtesy. Um, You sent me a photo that you saw. So I will, I'll post a, I'll post a photo in, in the episode notes because it's a really fun reminder. The resources for this week, again, if you are looking for the, are you drifting you can go to GretchenRubin.com slash resources. It's at the top of the page. If you're looking for the SMS challenge, text work happier, one word, to 1-844-934-1913 and opt in. And again, I'll put all these the, all this information in the episode notes. And Elizabeth, what are we reading? What are you reading? I am reading The Girls by Emma Klein. And I am reading Visual Thinking, The Hidden Gifts of People Who Think in Pictures, Patterns, and Abstractions by Temple Grandin. And that's it for this episode of Happier. Remember, try this at home. Celebrate hashtag Labor Day. 
Let us know what you're doing to think about how to be happier, healthier, more productive, and more creative in your work life. Let us know what you're doing. Hashtag Happier Labor Day. Thank you to our executive producer, Chuck Reed, and everyone at Cadence 13. Get in touch. Gretchen's on Twitter at Gretchen Rubin, and I'm at Elizabeth Craft. Our email address is podcast at GretchenRubin.com. And here it comes once again. Rate, review, follow. We so appreciate it. And the best thing to do is to tell a friend. That's how we get most of our listeners. Until next week, I'm Elizabeth Kraft. And I'm Gretchen Rubin. Thanks for listening. Onward and upward. Yeah, Gretch, tell your friend who suggested I should read the girls that I actually did it. People love it when you, you know, yeah. read their suggestions. Absolutely. Wait, and now I'm trying to remember who said that. Um, I'll, have to, I'll have to reflect who told me that. <laughs> it I, was a guy. I don't remember who. Okay. Somebody, yeah. I, re- I remember writing the note. I'm going to have to like go, like search through my <laughs> index files of my brain to remember um, who said that. Oh, but I'm glad it was a good suggestion. Yeah. I will let him know whoever he is. Okay, good. From the Onward Project. If you've ever been in the market for a new home, you know home shopping can be a lot. There's so much you don't know and so much you need to know. What are the neighborhoods like? What are the schools like? Who is the agent who knows the listing or neighborhood best? And why can't all this information just be in one place? Well... Now it is on Homes.com. They've got everything you need to know about the listing itself, but even better. They've got comprehensive neighborhood guides and detailed reports about local schools. And their agent directory helps you see the agent's current listings and sales history. Homes.com collaboration tools make it easier than ever to share all this information with your family. It's a whole cul-de-sac of home shopping information all at your fingertips. Homes.com. We've done your homework.